السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام عليك الحمد لله العزيز الحكيم نحمده ونستعينه ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمداً عبده ورسوله اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارِك عليه وعلى آله الطيبين وأصحابه الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسن يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The Almighty, the most wise, glorious is His Majesty we praise him and we bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth. And we bear witness that, there, that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is his final prophet and messenger who was sent with the book and clear guidance and that he left us on the straight path and showed us all the ways of goodness and benefit and honor in this life and the hereafter. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. My beloved elders, community, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that this mindfulness of Allah, this taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something that actually should permeate every aspect of our being our hearts and souls, our minds, the way that we even see the world, the way that we view things that we experience in our lives should all be through the lens of Iman and should all be impacted with the light of taqwa. And one of the things that often takes place within any human being is this desire for greatness. And not necessarily in an arrogant way, but that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed us with souls that are from the heavenly realm. Our bodies are earthly, and they often, with lower desires, can have this spiritual gravity which brings us down. But our souls are made of light, and our souls were in the heavenly realm before we came into this world. So there is something within the human being that is seeking this higher level of existence, seeking a degree of honor. And unfortunately, because of the way that we are in the world and some of the temptations in the world, is that many people look for this honor in the wrong places. 
and people assume that it comes with wealth. If I'm wealthy, if I have a lot of money and I can buy all the things that I want, then I will be honorable. I will have achieved my potential. But wealth comes and goes. And how many people have wealth and they have no honor? And they still feel that there is a hole inside of themselves that has not yet been filled with something meaningful and valuable. Other people look for it in their appearance, how we look and what we wear and how people perceive us being fit or muscular or beautiful or what I wear and people uh, uh, praising us for those kinds of things. But even that, even the most handsome, the most beautiful person outwardly, all of that will eventually fade. And then where does your honor go as that fades? It dissipates if that's what you attached it to. Or people think it's in fame and power and authority. But if we look even in our short lifetimes in this world, you see many people of fame and power and authority, people betrayed them. And one day someone is beloved in popular culture and media, and the next day they turn on them. Or you see these people who are ruling entire countries, and in their own lifetimes, the people closest to them might betray them. Honor is in none of these things. True honor. True honor is in realizing the meaning, the reality, the purpose for which we were created, which is our servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we connect to our Lord, when we realize our ubudiyah, that is where honor lies. And that's an honor that doesn't end even when your life comes to an end. It actually continues and lasts beyond that. So as believers, when we're talking about taqwa, when we're really trying to deepen our iman, we also have to look at it from the perspective of reorienting the way that we see the world, even trying to adjust our framework and our paradigms by which we understand the world around us. And there are so many things, especially for adults, but even for young people who are growing up in a time where there are so many different ideologies and forces pulling you in different directions that we have to be really clear. Where does my honor lie? Who do I follow? What is it that I'm seeking in order to have this elevation? Not an arrogant elevation, but how do I guide that fitri desire within myself to what is truly noble and honorable? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he tells us in the Quran about the state of the believers and the state of the hypocrites. People who hadn't really allowed Iman to saturate their hearts and souls. It was just a very superficial outward thing. And in these verses, we see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us the reality of honor. And that as believers, we don't go just following our own passions and lower desires and definitely not following people of disbelief and misguidance, but we follow the truth and the people of truth. The greatest manifestation of which is the prophets and messengers, alayhim as -salam, and then their inheritors and so forth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Munafiqoon, the surah regarding the, the hypocrites, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم هم الذين يقولون لا تنفقوا على من عند رسول الله حتى ينفضوا 
ولله خزائن السماوات والأرض ولكن المنافقين لا يفقهون that the hypocrites they saw that the Prophet وسلم, as was the way with all of the prophets and messengers many of his companions and followers were people who were poor and the hypocrites many of them were people who were wealthy and they were arrogant they were blinded by their arrogance to see the reality of honor so they said to one another do not spend anything on the muhajirin the migrants do not give to them and support them these people who left everything for allah <laughs> these people who are as-sabiqun al-awwalun the first believers and these hypocrites are saying don't give them any money do not support them do not help them out so that they will break away and abandon the prophet sallallahu alaihi billah once again these people see things through a very superficial lens and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, but to Allah alone belong the treasuries of the heavens and the earth. You think that this little bit of wealth in your hand, you think that's how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the only way he can provide for people? You really think that this is what has power and ability in and of itself? The treasuries of the heavens and earth belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if Allah wills to give someone, no one can withhold. And if Allah prevents, if everything in creation tried to help that person, they wouldn't be able to do anything for them. And what is one of the du'as that we make in the du'a al-qunut of Salatul Fajr? Allah mahdina fi man hadayt. Allahumma wala yadhillu man walayt. Wala ya'izzu man adayt. Anyone, O oh Allah, that you take care of their affairs, you select them. You protect them. No one can ever humiliate them. And whoever is your enemy by their own choice, disobeying Allah and turning away from Allah, no one can honor them. So these hypocrites, they thought that they had some ability to influence the Prophet ﷺ's relationships with the muhajireen and those around him. And then after that, the next verse. يَقُولُونَ لَإِنْ رَجَعْنَا إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ لَيُخْرِجَنَّ الْأَعَزُّ مِنْهَا الْأَذَلُ وَلِلَّهِ الْعِزَّةُ وَلِرَسُولِهِ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَلَكِنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Abdullah ibn Ubay, the leader of the hypocrites, when they were coming back from an expedition, he said that the honorable one will expel the inferior one when we get back to Medina. Because in his mind, he thought he's the king of Medina. And he was really stuck on this superficial way of seeing things. So when we get back to Medina, the honorable one, speaking about himself, will expel the inferior one. And he was intending with that, the messenger of Allah, وسلم, Then what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? But all honor and power belongs to Allah, to his messenger, and to the believers. Yet the hypocrites do not know. Those muhajireen, those ahl al-sufa, those sahaba who were hungry and had very simple clothing and were poor, they're the most honored of the, the creation on the face of the earth. They are the most honored generation of human beings, period. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected them and chose them to be those who would be, surround the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, who has an honor like that honor. 
No one, no generation on the face of the earth. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us here, if you want honor, it is with Allah and his messenger and actualizing your iman, being in that category of mu'mineen, being someone whose heart is filled with iman, connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, Abdullah ibn Ubay's son was a true believer. And when he heard his father say that, the love that he had for the messenger of Allah, he said to his own father, you will not enter Medina until you say, I am the inferior one and the messenger of Allah is the mighty superior one. You can't enter Medina until you say that. And even with all of this abuse and terrible treatment that he had towards the Prophet ﷺ, the Messenger of Allah still showed him mercy. When he died, the Prophet ﷺ prayed over him. He gave his own blessed shirt that is filled with barakah and buried him in that at the request of his son who was a true believer. Look at the mercy in the Messenger of Allah's heart But back to this idea of honor, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further emphasizes and teaches us this point in the following ayah. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, la tulhikum amwalukum wa la awladukum an dhikrillah. O believers, do not let your wealth or children divert you, take you away from the remembrance of Allah. Those hypocrites think that having abundant children and being wealthy, that's where honor lies. So I'm going to work on acquiring all of those things. I want what those other people define as honor. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the believers, Do not allow your wealth and children like the hypocrites to divert you from the remembrance of Allah because that's where your honor is. It's an honor that you can't see through the lens of the material world. But those who Allah opens their inner sight, they see that honor. Those in the hereafter, they see that honor. The angels in the unseen realm, these heavenly beings, they come down to be in the gatherings of, of the believers when they come together to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So who has honor? And who is intoxicated in their lower desires and lost? And we should feel mercy towards people like that. We're not just putting them down. But we say this so we're not tricked and deceived into thinking that this worldly... This worldly image is really what it's all about. It's about ubudiyah. It's about following in the footsteps of the Messenger. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Allah says, وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَلِكَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْخَاسِرُونَ Whoever allows themselves to be diverted from the remembrance of Allah, it is they who are the true losers. If you knew what was in a gathering of dhikr, if you knew what was in praying in congregation, if you knew what was in your wird of reciting the Qur'an, nothing in the world could distract you. If we really knew, I'm saying this to myself as well, if we really knew what Allah gives in those things, of reward, of light that he enters into your heart, of a raise, a raise of degrees that you are elevated in rank and degree with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah Jalla Jalalu to give us true honor and to not allow us to be deceived by the tricks of the shaitan, by all of these different ideologies that pull us in a multitude of ways, but that we follow the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alihi Wa Sahbihi Wa Sallam. Wallahu Yaqulu Wa Qawluhu Al-Haqqul Mubeen. 
وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون وقال تبارك وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الناس إنا خلقناكم من ذكر وأنثى وجعلناكم شعوبا وقبائل لتعارفوا إن أكرمكم عند الله أتقاكم إن الله عليم خبير Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the translation of which is, O oh, humanity, O oh, mankind, indeed we created you from a male and a female and made you into peoples and tribes so that you may get to know one another. Surely the most noble of you, the most honored of you with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most righteous among you. Whoever is superior in taqwa has a higher rank with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there's no limitation. That door is open to all of humanity. We're not held back by race or color or wealth or any of those things. That the door is wide open for men and women, young and old, to increase in this most blessed provision, the provision of taqwa. Allah is truly all-knowing, all-aware. وأجارنا من خزه وعذابه الأليم قبل قول هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدينا ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Seek Allah's forgiveness Indeed he is forgiving and merciful إن الحمد لله حمدا يوافي نعمه ويكافي مزيده ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله As Allah سبحانه وتعالى tells us ولله العزة ولرسوله that all might all honor belongs to Allah and to his messenger. And what does that in tell us as believers? That if you want a portion of honor, if you want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bestow that honor upon you, then be with his Rasul. Be with his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. We have to really carve this into our hearts. That if everyone in the world wanted to go one way, and the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam goes another way, that we are with Rasulullah. We are with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and we have nothing to fear, and we have nothing to worry about. Because if we make that decision in this world, and may Allah give us victory over our nufus, if we make that decision and we are true to that covenant in this world, on the day when people will run away from their own wives and their own parents and their own children, we will be with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He will be there for us salawatullahi wa The opportunity is before us here and now when we are true and we attain real honor with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here and now, 
when the greatest calamities and the most difficult day comes, the believers will be in a state of peace. They will be in a state of tama'nina. They will have reassurance from Allah's beloved sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. So let us make that commitment, especially as we come to the month of Rabi'ul Awwal, the month in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed for his beloved sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam to come into the world and that the light of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam emanated within all of creation. Let us recommit uh, ourselves to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Let us reflect deeply on his most noble rank with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all of his distinctions with his Lord Jalla Jalalu so that we can have such a deep iman that is not shaken by the vicissitudes of what's popular in today's world or people's thoughts or ideologies. And we stand firm with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam and we live by that and we die upon that, and inshallah we're resurrected upon that. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Wa akthiru min al-salati wa salami ala al-bashir al-nadhir al-siraj al-munir Sayyidina Muhammadin. Fa inna allaha amarakum bi amrin bada'a fihi bi nafsih, wa thanna bil malaikati al-musabbihati bi qudsih, wa ayaha bil mu'minina ta'mima, fa qala mukhbiran wa amiran lahum takrima. Inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi. يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى مؤازر رسول الله في في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى الناطق بالصواب حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن ذو النورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخنا بالمصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهما الحورة فاطمة البتول الزهراء وخديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم فرج كروب المسلمين في كل مكان يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ردنا والمسلمين إليك مردا جميلا يا أكرم الأكرمين Oh Allah we ask you O oh most merciful and most generous that you allow us and all of the believers to turn back to you in repentance 
and in servitude, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you restore honor to the Ummah in following the beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and that you revive all of the meanings of piety and taqwa and goodness and virtue and benefit within the Ummah of the beloved Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Wa wa and we ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant each and every one of us Husnul Khatima, a good ending that our lives are sealed with Iman. Our lives are sealed with belief in you and in your messenger and yearning to meet you, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, Wa Ya Akram Al Akramin. Ibadallah, Inna Allaha Amara Bi Thalathin Wanaha An Thalath. Inna Allaha Yamuru Bil Adli Wal Ihsani Wa Ita Idil Kurba. Wa Yanha Anil Fahsha Iwal Munkari Wal Baghi. Iridukum La Alakum Tadakarun. Fadkurullah Al Adima Yadkurkum. Washkuruhu Ala Ni Amihi Yazidkum. ولا ذكر الله أكبر